Welcome. Are we do? Are we going to do an introduction? No, we're just going to go. Oh, we're going. Okay. Welcome. This is the Two by Two Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And we're from Burlington Baptist Church. And we are brought to you today by a, lo- a host of wonderful sponsors. The first of which being CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Yep. Um, they are there behind Tractor Supply. You know, I ought to get the actual address yeah. of CrossFit yeah, Northern Kentucky. Yeah, you should. Well, we go, we, we go there. We, don't, we go, haven't gone there as much, but we've been going there. Um, I don't even know the address because I just know how to get there. Yeah, but it's I'm behind sure. Tractor Supply in the Spalding building. Yeah, right there. Well, most people know where that's at, probably. Yeah. And by Kentucky our Olive. other sponsors, Kentucky Olive. In their new location. In the new location at the corner of 42 and Hopeful Church Road. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And the, and, you know, they got some uh, Ma Blakeman candy now from Lancaster, Kentucky. Some of the best candy. Oh, Kentucky Proud. Why am I? Candy. Well, how am I now just just hearing about it? They this? just got it this week. It's new. Well, why do you know about it? Well, because I might have hooked them up. Oh. Because uh, Mom Blakeman Candy used to go to my church. and Ah. I love their candy. Is it good? Like what kind of, t- describe, talk about what kind of I candy. I don't know how to describe it. It's creamy, different flavors. Is it like, like, ta- like saltwater taffy? No, it's like, uh, I don't know. I like opera cream. creams? Yeah, it's creamy, Ooh. and uh, my yeah. favorite is like uh, it's got a chocolate and a uh, almond in it, pecan on top of it. And it, but you can get strawberry or you can it, get all different flavors. But it's good, and huh? uh, yeah, they made they used to make it like right, right up the road from the church, and uh, <laughs> they we would give it to our visitors even. Oh, nice, so, uh, yeah, nice, nice. But I'm glad that they got that. Yes, that is awesome. And by Tattoo Tina's, still as far as we know. The only tattoo shop to ch- to sponsor a church. Shelby Street, Seven Shelby Street, a church podcast. But um, don't just show up there. You got to have. An you can well. You can show up. Oh, yeah, she okay. likes having visitors, so she can people come she in. She has Jolly Ranchers. I found out today. Yeah, yeah, and evidently, if you feel like it, you can just grab a whole handful of Jolly Ranchers and take them with you. And she appreciates that. Keep that in mind. Yeah, um, serious archery products and tough head broadheads. And I did find out Seth's back from. Um, Africa. Okay. And uh, their slogan is making you more lethal. Making so when we, oh. yeah. So when, listen, I was lethal before, but hey. now we're going out to Colorado. I'm, I'm more, more lethal, lethal. That's awesome. than I was previously, which I'm pretty excited about. Well, I hope more lethal will allow you to bring something back this year. Yeah. I, well, I got my bear tag this year. We'll, we'll get, we'll talk about that again here in a minute, but, okay. but we're going to, I'm going to tell I'm going to tell people just because I think I've made a huge mistake what my plan is for the 11th through the 18th, but we'll get to that, uh, and then we'll talk about some of Seth's products. But also, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. Old brother Michael, Steak and Shake. Buteau, uh, one of my favorite people. Go visit them and get you any of their burgers. I like that Caribbean or the Jamaican jerk, Caribbean jerk burger. Mm-hmm. It's got a little spicy uh, yeah. Jamaican sauce, I like that one. So I went there and got mm-hmm. some gift cards because we got some gift cards for uh, bus drivers at Burlington Elementary, yeah. and I, I spent a little time trying to get those gift cards. But I, I watched a lot of hamburger cooking, and I, I feel like I can cook hamburger better now just by watching the. You know. they, they they get after it. They get it's a ball, and they push and then it they down. mash that thing down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I can. Oh, it's pretty good. I think I'm. I've been off the meat, so any um, any time we talk about hamburgers. Or like the fish fry we were talking about earlier, my mouth just waters and I kind of start to get angry. And then I had to eat, so I got really, really hungry, so I'd eat a couple of Pop-Tarts. 
a couple, yeah. Yeah. And so, then my friends at <laughs> Answers in Genesis. Yes. yes. Yeah. And uh, we're glad you're here. Danny's got his pants on today. And, yeah. I, uh, it doesn't matter I mean, what. Danny's got his shorts on. Today. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I've, we've noticed. So it doesn't matter what I wear. It's the ca- the camera angle when I have shorts on. It looks like I don't have any pants on. I wore black shorts last week, same length, and still it, couldn't tell. Yeah, and Jessica's like it. it There's the same color as the chair, so now it looks like you don't have pants on. But I, I wear pants every week. We're not going to do this without pants on, shorts on. I basically. can promise you that, that yeah. I'm going to have so shorts on. At rest least. assured. Yeah, and it's 175 degrees outside, so I didn't wear blue jeans today because I know I had to walk from the. Yeah. So, the bus garage, the from the where I drop my truck off. Do you mean to pray, or are you going to tell something else? Uh, well, no, we'll pray, and then I'll tell what what I've done to myself, and to see, we can put a poll up to see how many people think it's dumb or it's aggressive. Okay, that'll be the poll after I describe what's oh. what's going to go on. So go, go on. Lord bless this time today. Thank you for just a few minutes we have each week to talk about your word, and uh, we pray that we'll. Rightly divide it, and uh, thank you for it, and thank you for our listeners. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, on September 11th, which is the 20th anniversary of September 11th, and before we get into any of this stuff, I, I, I've been a little upset at not not any particular place, but there isn't more kind of like... Stuff. Yeah, like more excitement. Not necessarily excitement about it, but more reverence kind of being paid to it. It doesn't seem like a lot of people were doing uh, anything for the 20th anniversary. That's a big deal to me. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm sure it's not just me. It's, and it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, I remember where I was. I remember all that stuff that happens. And I remember, you know, all of the things that kind of went along with it. And it just seems like the, the nation's memory is so short mm-hmm. on, a, on a lot of things, right? So I, I decided that I was going to do a super long trail run on September 11th. Well, we leave for Colorado on September 18th. So I'm trying to get down to a certain weight to run the race on September 18th. Or I'm sorry, September 11th. It's a 31-mile trail run. I've been training for it. I'm not sure how well it's going to go. I feel good. I've, I've done longer. 50, 50K. 50K, 31 mile, 31-ish miles. I feel good. I've done longer runs. I've been running a lot. I weren't running 42 miles last week in total. But then when I come back, we have the outdoors, <laughs> we have the outdoor service. And I lost a bunch of weight last year when we went out to Colorado. So from, from September the 12th to September the 18th, I'm going to eat as much as I possibly can. That's going to be funny. Yeah. To, to put, to, to maybe put yeah. five, 10 pounds. You think I can do five, 10 pounds in a week? I think I can give it a good you, run at you, it. You put it away. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then to go out to Colorado for f- 14 days. And because last little last time I went, I lost about, so I think 16, 18 pounds. Wow. So you can, you can, you're going to have exciting. You September. can post your vote <laughs> on whether that's dumb or aggressive. I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited about it. I think, that you know the 50k worries me a little bit but uh you you're you'll get to it the heat it'll be hard of the 50k is what's bothering me yeah. so far it won't be something uh I, that was no big deal I, I think oh no it's going to be a gigantic deal. that will yeah. that was one of the hardest things i've ever done in my life i feel like it's possibly going to be the hardest thing i've ever yeah, done yeah i do too because yeah. i've done the marathon before and, yeah. and, and your body's different than mine but mine wasn't made for that i ran you know i'm certainly not I don't have the runner physique, but you know, of the typical runner person, but I did, I was telling you 
that I did 12 ish on Saturday, but I waited till it was really warm. Yeah. Like I think I started running at 1230 to try to dial in my hydration. So, and it, it was helpful. I felt good after the 12. I mean, it was hot. Yeah, Man, it, was it was really, hot. really hot. So, you know, that, that's the thing that I think that I'm worried about the most is I sweat so much. The amount of fluid. Yeah. Yeah. You have got to, I've got to figure out. So, but uh, other than that, that's exciting. What about you and the revival before? You want to talk about that after? We can. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's coming up good. this week. That's good. Yeah. That's uh, going to be good. This Sunday, we talked a little bit about roadblocks to revival. Yep. And we kind of try to look at a parallel between Israel. God had promised them the promised land and uh, was going to take them in. And uh, they they sent the spies to check out the land. Well, <laughs> you went way back. Yeah. Which, and it was really good. But the one thing that you that you talked about, it was God told him to just walk in. Right? Yeah. Go take it. Go and possess the land. And, and Deuteronomy one eight. Yeah, and you were. Of course, that's a little later in your in your sermon, but I, I was sitting up there thinking, man, if it was just that easy. Yeah. When God tells me to do something, I just walk right in there and just do it. Yeah. Well, it it actually is that easy. Yeah. I, I was reading this morning. You know, the parting of the Red Sea. Yeah. And really, it was just uh, Egyptians were coming in their chariots, and yeah. God lit up the. Night sky and they walk through and yeah. it, it is really if God says go yeah uh, and He's gonna fight for you and He was fighting for them the whole way yeah but then they like well we need to go spy this out and see is it is there discontent in the waiting right I, I mean it, don't you feel like a, a lot of that story is yeah you, you know when it, lots of aspects of discontentment oh we 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 want meat we. Right. We don't like this. We go, and they kept saying, oh, "Well, we need to go back to Egypt," which is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they they were treated harshly in Egypt. They they yeah. begged God to get them out, and then every time something didn't go their way, they're like, "Well, let's get a leader and yeah. take us back to Egypt." They have all their needs met, right? Yeah. While they're out, yeah. so and I think that's an interesting part. So I think one of the one of the things that I thought about this story when I heard it years years ago or when I was thinking about they didn't have it like rough. I mean, yeah, they, they were living in the wilderness and yeah. they, they you know but they, they were but but they they ate every day. Yeah. They had food, they had water. And all of their basic needs were taken care of. God's I'm gonna take care of this. Yeah. And 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 still wasn't good enough. Yeah. And God you know, we talk about seeking the Lord and but God they didn't have to do that really because they stayed there until he the cloud moved and uh he let them you know, whatever route he wanted them to go, and he provided for them. And uh, all they had to do was walk in faith. And uh, but they, they just every way imaginable. They we got in chapter ten. You know, Mo, Moses trying to get his brother in law to go with them right. to to tell them where to camp. And they're like, "You don't need that. God, <laughs> God's leading you, dude. Where you been?" So, well, I mean, but unbelievably, in my opinion. You know, I always like to think about the the application of of the sermons to to this one is unbelievably applicable, and it, maybe that's speaking to me because I think a lot of times, and I, I can't imagine that I'm the only that I'm the only person where I know that God has got something. Yeah, but I always go in my mind. I'm like, well, this timeline's not working out for me. I, I feel like my timeline's better. So if you just go ahead and take care of this. Yeah. We can get on to the next thing. 
and I think the Israelites were like that a lot, right? They were like, well, we, we're going to get this promised land, and I want it right now. Well, you got to wait. No, then we're going back to Egypt. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, and the other part was the whole, well, let's get the 12 spies to go spy the land. Mm-hmm. And, and again. Let me help you with your plan, God. Yeah. And and okay. we, we excuse ourselves with saying, well, we need to be prudent about this. And, right. And uh, there there is a time for prudence. I think the time for prudence is when you're not sure. <laughs> right. But they, when God says go and possess the land, you don't right. need to go spy it out. You need to go possess the land. Right. And so the 10 of the spies come back and they're like, oh, there's no way. Little cities, they got wall, high walls. They're giants over there. We're like grasshoppers. Oh, it's a good land. And they showed them the, the fruits and it was like, man, it's good land over there. But we, we, we don't have a chance. And they just completely forget about God, the one who sent the 10 plagues right. who parted the red sea who fed them every day yep. and then for a month he fed them quail till it ran out of their nostrils right and uh you ever had quail i haven't oh really no well it's good yeah it's really good yeah well i mean i, I don't want it coming out of my nostrils yeah. but but it's a well it's good yeah yeah and of yeah. course they're, they're always grumbling about something but uh but then they just don't trust god and uh and sometimes I get convicted about that. Sometimes you know no. you always look. Well, I, I'm pretty sure God wants us to do this, but let's study a little bit more. Or let's let's figure it out, or right. let's make you know. Let's get an outline for this. Yeah. You no. Know. Yeah. So, so this is another one of those Old Testament stories. I find myself, and and, and again, I might be speaking purely from from uh, from my own viewpoint, but this is another one of those stories where I will fall into the. Well, I would be one of those spies that came back and said, yes, we can take this thing. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. the two. Well, generally, that's probably not as accurate as I'd like for it to be. Yeah. Right. Generally, I'm probably the one going, wait a minute. Yeah. Now, God said move I, in there, but let's go check that out. Yeah. Let's go make sure he's, let's go make sure that he's, Yeah. you know. Yeah. We'd want to, I, I mean, I'd want to say I'd be Joshua Caleb, but I, I'd probably be like, that's <laughs> good, but I don't think we can do it. And uh, shame on me if if we know God's called. In the same way with David and Goliath, we right. we like to think we'd be the David, but no, I'd be the soldier saying, "Who's going to go guy. fight that guy?" Because nine foot tall, I'm not going over yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the, and you have evidently from what they're saying, there's there's a lot of Goliaths running around. There's you know, yeah, some some sons of the Nephilim and that that sort yeah. of thing. So it's the perspective. Joshua right. and Caleb was like, "Huh, they're big, but they're like grasshoppers to God." Right. But to the the other ten, they're like, "Oh, we're grasshoppers to them." Yeah, and so our perspective is really boils down to how big God is, sure, or how big you believe Him to be. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. How, and we know He's big. Yep. And when we get to Joshua, I mean, we know God is going to fight their battles for them, yep. and He would have done it thirty-nine years earlier, right? Had they just went, but that whole generation, yep. six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty men, minus. Joshua and Caleb, right, and their wives, they they die in the wilderness, and uh, they don't get to enjoy. I mean, they if it's their land, they never got to enjoy it, and uh, and sometimes we wander, sure, aimlessly until we die, and uh, I think that's so sad. I, I think that there's lots of people in the church who are never going to see God do some amazing things because they just don't have the faith, right. and uh, they want to figure it all out. Uh, and God invites us to 
to go on a, a journey with him and to trust him. And uh, he's able to do abundantly more than we ask or imagine. You know, the thing that I, that I'm, and I think as humans, we struggle with it, right? Because we are in a culture of instant gratification, right? And I think I, I do it sometimes when I've got issues going on with, with the kids or I've got issues going on in my life with, with, with work or struggles with, and I mean, I don't really struggle at work. I mean, I'm hearing at the barbershop. So, but, but I mean, you have things where, you know, you're, you're praying about them and everything else that I always have to remind myself that God's my timeline of three or four weeks or, or two or three years to get yeah. something kind of resolved. Yeah. For, for, for a person, that's a pretty big timeline, right? If it's, if, it, if, especially with one of your children and you've got this timeline that's been going on for a couple of years, you're like, man, this is, this is enough, right? When you think about four years in God's timeline, it's like, yeah. a, you know, it's, yeah. it's not even things. So you're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe, maybe it needs to go this long for the correct outcome to happen and that, out, you know, whatever it happens to be. And I always have to remind myself of that, of like, you're, you're not dealing with your timeline. If you yeah. turn it over to God, you're de- dealing with God's timeline. Yeah. You have to accept that. Yeah. You know. So I was reading this morning again. I'm reading in, in Exodus. and uh, But but God specifically said, you know, uh, I'm going to send these plagues. So mm-hmm. Pharaoh in Egypt knows that I'm the— Right. But uh, even the Red Sea, so that they'll know. But also the Israelites— I mean, it, it wasn't like he hadn't given them plenty of evidence right. that he's able. Absolutely. I mean, all, I mean, this is within right. two years. Of, well, in my own life, he's, he's shown me multiple. He's completely yeah. able, right? But I'll yeah. do some. I, and, I, and I said, I'm guilty of, of not questioning, but just yeah. maybe trying to hurry him up. Or like, like, hey, I like your plan. Yeah. But let me, let me help you out here because I'll just do this. Yeah, to, to hurry this along, and that's yeah. that's a bad, that's a pretty yeah. bad move. And and so much of what we do is what we can do in our strength. Instead of, mm-hmm. I think God wants to do a lot more, but we don't have the faith to Absolutely. follow Him. And Absolutely, uh, sadly, and I, you know, I've I've been at three three good churches that had people that you know wanted to make Christ known and stuff. But I I've done revival and I've been to churches that just they they just on cruise control just float and. Right. Uh, I know sometimes I want to just shake that off and say, come on now, God's bigger than that. Yeah. And you're all just going through the motions. And uh, I, I hate to see them wonder until they die. Well, well me, me too. Well, I mean, I, and I, I was in that, you know, I, I was in that kind of thing where I was just like, well, you know, I'm a Christian, but, yeah, you know, I'm just going to do my thing. And, yeah. you know, when I get done with this life, we'll sort it out. But that's, the, you you kind of lose focus of purpose. Yeah. And it, for me, again, I'm speaking strictly from from my own point of view. But I mean, that's just kind of, you know, you even see churches, big churches, kind of like that. Yeah. We lose focus, and it's an interesting dynamic as a church uh, leader, where you're like, well, I want to bring new people in, and I want to win them to Christ, and then I want to, at the same time, I want to equip these people yeah. who have been kind of sitting, yeah. which is what you do very very well, I think is I want to equip the people who are here because we want to put those people who are just kind of sitting around yeah. on, on the bleachers. We want you to get in the game. Sure. You, you know, And that's that's part of the reason that you'd have a revival right. is that God might stir our hearts. You know, uh, I, I had a quote, and I forgot who said it. Uh, anyway, you define revival as just falling in love with Jesus all over again. And, I mean, that's what we need to do sometimes is, you know, we, we just need to love him, stir our passions, a desire to reach the lost, and, uh, you know, just, 
having five services, you know, sometimes it's just we, we can put some distractions aside and just say, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself to the next four days of just worshiping yep. and hearing from God. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, and so I might miss some TV at night or whatever. Uh, man, it, I, I love revivals just because at the end of that time, you think, man, God's always here and available, and, and I, I fill in that void with so many other things. And so I, I hope people will, will come. Uh, I guess we could get to that. I mean, we start Sunday morning, and uh, Ray Woody will be here. And he's going to spend a lot of time in Romans and uh, really talk about the gospel, talk about assurance, evidence of salvation, and uh, just kind of help nail that down. And so I'm uh, I'm excited about that. I'd love to invite you to come out. We'll be six thirty Sunday through Wednesday night, and we'll we'll start Sunday morning. We get a potluck. Oh yeah, Sunday morning, yep. and uh, excited about that. And uh, so we'd love for you to come. And Danny and the the praise team will be leading the worship. And uh, so come out and join us. We we'd love to have you. And so if you go to church somewhere else, you could go Sunday morning and come come hang out with us. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep, yep. Any of them days. So that would be awesome. So. So what a you 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 covered so much on Sunday. You know? Yeah, it was pro- probably a little, little much. Oh, I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I thought you know that that you know I, you know me I'm, I like Old Testament stuff, especially when it when it so when it so obviously applies. Yeah, to to like what well, you know what well, you know course, sometimes you you look at stuff and you go well I don't know how that yeah. applies to life, but yeah. this one I mean exactly. You yeah, know well I mean? you know and Paul kind of First Corinthians ten says that these things are written down for. Right. For an example, for you to learn from them, right. don't do this. Don't unbelief, immorality. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. But we, yeah, we're, we're slow. Could you imagine leading a group of people? Of course, I mean, this was a large group of people, like yeah. Moses. Yeah, right. well, Moses losing his mind. Wasn't he? Well, I mean, think you so, go up to get the Ten Commandments, Yeah, and within a couple of, <laughs> couple of hours— they're they're melting gold, making a calf, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and you come back down, and it's just and and trying to get all these people on board, yeah, to the point where they're like, hey, we're going to go back. I mean, it's so to bad. where we were, getting beat in captivity, yeah, because we don't like being out here. Yeah, so Moses, he gets to the point where like, uh, if you're going to treat me like this, kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't take. It's these like people. I can't take these people anymore. Just take me now. Yeah, so, and and so the point there was, you know, people can discourage you if you let yeah. them. Yep. And uh, I mean, this should have been a, a re- time of rejoicing for Israel. Yeah. Because God was leading them by the hand to the promised land, and yet griping, doubt, you name it, and you're like, oh, that's me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I was, you know, I was kind of laughing when you said. Um, if you guys want to get rid of me, and a couple of people kind of giggled in the second service, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." But you know, be a church that doesn't want to. Yeah, you get so complacent. Yeah, I you can't, just get complacent. You I can't, can't. If I can't snap lead you out, out of that, that right. I mean, and we know that that. But uh, you know, if if I feel like if God can't use me to lead people out of that, then I'm not the right guy for the church. You know, or you're at the wrong place. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. and I'm not. You know, yeah. I mean, and I'm certainly wasn't trying to threaten anybody with that at all. No, just I saying. I just thought it was cute. The first service, it was like crickets. And the second service, you said, if you guys want to get rid of me, people started laughing. I was like, oh. <laughs> I can tell you how. Yeah. Yeah. But the, Did the, anybody, I was in the balcony. Did anybody get a notepad out I, and start I, taking notes? Record. 
<laughs> but you know, part of the point is, you know, we only got so many years, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I will see God at work. Yep. And uh, you know, I think people, I think most people do, until it maybe affects them. Right. And uh, you're like, no, don't, don't get selfish in this. Don't, don't try to see what you, I mean. Just walk with God, and wherever He might lead you. Right. And and where He often leads you is okay. We'll go work in the nursery, or or do this, serve this way. Right. In the local church, I mean, He's not. He's not going to, for most of us, take us to Africa. You know, we're like, oh, I don't know. Most often, I mean, he does sometimes. And if he calls you, then go. Right. But most often, it's just to be a faithful servant in his church. And, uh, well, you know, we thought it, it's kind of one of those things. Tina and I were talking about this the other day. And this is actually before you kind of brought up Sunday. She said, you know, about doing a mission trip or whatever else. And, and, and and I think the comment was, and, and it wasn't, it was just kind of talking about us not being set up to where we could just pick up and go. Wasn't anything specific. Yeah. Well, I got thinking about it and we weren't, just after what she just mentioned, you know, because eventually when I decide to retire or when I feel like I'm financially well enough to retire, we'd like to go out West and we'd like to travel around quite a bit. Well, with both of our businesses and, and me at the church, it's not really, you know, it's not really a practical. But I, th- I thought, who sets their life up to where they can just pick up at the at any set? Nobody sets that up. You know, when yeah. God calls you, he calls you, and he doesn't. Yeah. He is not concerned about yeah. the clients I have at the barbershop or the customer she has at the tattoo yeah. shop. or any, You know, he, yeah. he calls you when he calls you, and it's just it's kind of an interesting thing. Because, you know, in my mind, I automatically went back to, I mean, if I had to move, I'd have to start my client list over again and she'd have to start over again. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get concerned yeah. about all that. Well, my friends, we are, the servants, uh, when they felt called to go to Haiti, man, just, uh, and just seeing them quit their job, sell everything, get rid of, I mean, everything. And, uh, just go and you're like, man, Lord, I, I don't know. I, I want to be willing to do that. I just, right. that would scare me to death. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, it did them as well, but you know, being sure of, that's what God's got calling you and he'll provide for you and uh so you know if if you feel like god's calling you to do something uh man just go life is short go and see him do some amazing things and uh, walk in faith so yeah i agree with that revival this week yeah baptism sunday baptism sunday and the next sunday so we're we're framing the baptisms or we're framing the revival with baptism which is awesome yeah it's awesome yeah we got some exciting we got revival and then we got outside service and yeah yeah some good good stuff coming up what day is the outside service september the 12th the day after (laughs) i love that part out of the story yeah outdoor service the day after danny runs a thousand miles well I don't know. 50K. But. They're good. They're, they're, I've, I really felt led to do it. And I, this is going to sound goofy, but uh, they are a podcast. I was too. They are a faith-based podcast. They're three Christian guys. A guy was an ex-Navy yeah. SEAL. And, yeah. And uh, I just thought, man, they're making a big deal out of September. Like, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. And uh, it just so happened I give you a hard time. I think it's awesome. Well, we'll find out. I'm going to try to do. I mean, I, I wish I could do something like that. I I couldn't. Know I think it's cool. I mean, I might not be, but we're gonna find out. But I feel good about it, and uh, you know, it'd be cool to be around people who yeah. served in the military, sure. who are, who are Christians, who profess Jesus, yeah, 
and out there running and just kind of fellowship. And that's how they kind of advertise the thing. They're like, we want to come and do this trail run, and we're going to have yeah. a great day of fellowship. Hey, you know, that'd be fun. cool even if you didn't fish it. Right. I mean, who? I would never be able to. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to live with myself. I don't finish this thing. I'm gonna just if I even if I got a bear crawl across the finish line. I got to try to finish this yeah. thing. Well, you try to, but if you didn't, you you still tried. Yeah, you still tried. That's a very dad like thing for you to say. I appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> we might have made funeral preparations. I'm for proud of you. Just in just just in case, but no. That's what I say. If you show up to the tattoo shop. Tina's going to know it ain't for a tattoo, so she's going to probably immediately think the worst. Uh, <laughs> Once you finish up on that guy's arm, we need to talk to you. Yeah, can you finish up real quick? Your husband's coming on the back of his truck in a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> Save him. Amen. Oh. And then we got a bunch of stuff kicking up off of Labor Day, and so lots of good things coming, and uh, we hope you're in a church. Uh, we'd love for you to leave some comments. Uh, what was the two options for your uh, September stuff? Foolish? Or Dumb. Or aggressive. You can say foolish. That's probably a better word. Foolish or foolish aggressive. Foolish or aggressive. Yeah. We'll, we'll find or, out. Or par for the course, if you want to put that. Yeah. I mean, or, or typical. Danny. Or you could say it would be foolish if Harold tried it, but it's probably aggressive for Danny. I, feel, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's aggressive, but it might be on the, you know, there's a line where aggressive falls into foolishness. Yeah. I might be, might be trampling over that. Might be. We'll be Running able to talk about it here in a, in a few weeks now. Yeah, what uh, what else was something else I was going to ask you? Oh, we've got a busy August and September. Yeah, this yeah. is a busier. And uh, kinda. we uh, we need to pray. You know, this COVID stuff. I get out of you know, it's people yeah. were fearful again, and uh, so all that. And we got the Afghanistan stuff. We just certainly want to pray for the people there, and the Christians there, and the troops there, and our leaders, and. You get. Uh, I get asked questions at the barbershop sometimes. I'm just being. I'm just using this time to be completely an open book here. And it, I pray about it all the time. You know, I, I wish I was better equipped to answer some of the questions people have for me, as as a about COVID and some other things. Very difficult, right? Yeah. You know, I don't. Of course, I won't say any names, but I've got a few people. And, and directly in my ministry who are way one way yeah, and, and way another way. And they don't argue and fight with each other. But, you know, sometimes the, the questions or comments come up and it's just a, you know, I wish, I do pray sometimes that I have good answers. I don't want to tell anybody wrong one way or the other. So, yeah, do you ever have that? And, well, and this is a strange issue. And so a lot of times I just listen because people are so divided and they already decided right. what they feel like. And, you know, especially in regards to the vaccine. I mean, people can see that differently, and mm-hmm. and uh, they they they're all concerned about safety. They just disagree. You know, some think we need the vaccine to stay safe, and others think, well, that could be the worst thing for me. And right. uh, you know, I I I'd rather just talk to you about the Lord. Yeah. In case. Yeah. Well, I don't think people ask. You know, I mean, people ask because I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't have it. I have I have a definite. Uh, answer and opinion yeah. on the Afghanistan thing, right? If that's kind of yeah. more in my wheelhouse, I pay attention to military things, and I, I've, you know, some of that stuff I was kind of involved in years, years ago. Um, not yeah. Afghanistan, but you know, the, yeah. the stuff before that. So, but the COVID stuff. I mean, me yeah, and you, just, me and Danny probably disagree about some stuff. Probably, I'm probably the, the thing for the Christians is we we can't be offended by that. It's okay. 
Yeah. I do uh, feel convicted that I don't have I, I do feel convicted sometimes because I you know, I don't want my opinion on things to keep somebody from, from I don't want to influence a person's decision, right? I yeah. don't care if you take it. I don't care if you don't take it. It doesn't make any yeah. difference to me. You know, it does confuse me why the government's so concerned about me taking it or not taking it and yeah. this and that and the other. But but but, but I, w- I want to have I want to have answers for people that ask me legitimate yeah. questions that I, you know, yeah. I just feel like I, well, I probably should know that or yeah. whatever, but I don't. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. should we pray? Yeah. I'll pray us out. Do it, baby. All right, Lord, we just thank you so much again for the opportunity to just look w- way back in this book, Lord, and just find something that's so applicable to life today, especially as the life that's going on in our church. Uh, we just thank you so much for your word. And the ability to get in and study it, Lord, we just thank you for the revival that's coming up. And we want you to, we want you to bless it. We want you to show up every day and every night that we're in there, Lord, and and just um, and just change hearts and uh, maybe just rejuvenate uh, some of the hearts that that are just kind of uh, that haven't been rejuvenated in a while. Lord, we just ask you to do that. We just thank you for this opportunity, and Lord, we just uh, thank you for our church and all the things that are going on, the baptisms, and and just continually showing new people. Uh, the way into our door. We just thank you so much for that and help us as a church to do what you want us to do with all of, all of those people and all the things you have us do. Or we lift our prayer requests up. Those who are, who are recovering from COVID or possibly have COVID and, and those who are taking cancer treatment, those who are finding out test results. So we just want to lift all of them up to you. And we just thank you so much for, for just for your grace and your love. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.